Welcome to the second Yorkshire Insight Podcast of the 22-23 school year. I'm Lori Darnell, here with Callie Randall and Michelle Young, our technical experts. We're on Yorkshire Academy's admin team, and our guest today is Joe Minnie, an award-winning cake baker and Yorkshire Academy mom. Also an award-winning Yorkshire Academy mom. <laughs> uh, we've asked her here today to learn what it's like to be such an accomplished uh, cake baker. So the topic of today's podcast is Let Them Eat Slash Decorate Cake, episode number 10. So let's get to it. Joe, tell us a little bit about where and how you grew up. Uh, well, I'm from England originally. Um, I moved around quite a lot, so I can't say I come from any particular place in England. Where else did you move? Just mainly all around sort of the southwest of uh, of England, mainly in Cornwall. So that was great because it's where all the really cool beaches are. So I spent a lot mm. of my childhood on the beach. So nice. can't complain about that. So yeah, it was great fun and moved a lot, which has prepared me for my life now so <laughs> it was good fun nice. so what brought you to Houston it was it's actually my husband's work that uh, brought us here I suppose a lot, a lot like everybody else that is coming in has brought them in through work um, he's in the oil industry mm-hmm. so we got the opportunity to come and work for a company here in in uh, Houston and we thought well what an adventure so let's go and give it a go and see what Houston's got to offer so and how do you like it it's been a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> and you've been here a while. Yeah, we've been here about eight and a half years now. Oh so it's yeah, it's definitely home for us now. So yeah, we've done some some great things here. We've had a lot of fun. It's been a great adventure. So And was this your first assignment outside of UK? Um, well we, we move independently, so it was just for us we did it the old fashioned way of just, just moving. So yeah, this is our first time to sort of leave the UK. My husband's obviously not originally from the UK. He's from Zimbabwe, so he's, oh, okay. he's sort of used to moving anyway, which I think makes things a little bit easier. And uh, yeah, so our first sort of trip out outside. All right, so how and when did you get into cake baking? Going back about, uh, well, I suppose 11 years now, because it was Francesca really that actually got me into making really? cakes. Yeah, uh, I think it was. we lived in the Highlands of Scotland, and... Um, there was not a lot around and it got to her first birthday and I needed a cake and I thought well I needed to feed a set number of people and the cakes in the supermarket just weren't big enough and my mother-in-law said to me well you've always been quite arty why don't you have a go so I did got out my sketchbook designed a couple of ideas and uh, and decided all right I'm gonna I'm gonna make one and I did wow what was the first one it <laughs> It was, um, I went for sort of something reasonably, well, I thought it was going to be reasonably simple. I realised when I started making it that it was a lot more complicated, but I, I ended up doing a sort of stacked presents because I thought, well, that way I could kind of get enough to feed everybody. And then I'd uh, make, I've made a few little figurines to go with it. And uh, yeah, the stacking turned out to be a bit of a, a lesson because that can... Uh, <laughs> can be well, that rough. sounds pretty ambitious for your first... Serious cake. Yeah, probably not my best idea to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so much fun. I think it, it incorporated, I realised afterwards that it incorporated so many of the things that I enjoyed doing, which was um, you know, I'd always liked making models, I'd always liked drawing, I'd always liked to do things like that, and it actually incorporated all of them. And then when we had the party, everyone everyone was so excited and oh, where did you get the cake? And I said, Oh, yeah, you know, I made it. And everyone said, oh, wow, how many years have you been doing this? And I said, well, including this cake, one cake I've made. And they just couldn't believe it. So it just it sort of snowballed from there, really. 
But how did you learn? Because, I mean, did you get on YouTube or just something that you just figured out on your own? Just something I figured out on my own. Just started, you know, playing around. I've done model making with clay. So I used to be like working with clay or fiber. Which you do with a kid. You play with these things. And I realized that working with fondant was actually quite a similar medium. But you got the benefit that you could eat it afterwards. <laughs> and everyone seemed to quite like that more than clay. So... Uh, <laughs> So you really concentrate more on the decorating, is that right, than the actual cake itself? Yeah, yeah. I like um, I like to do the decorating side. For me, when I make a cake, well, I mean, I love cake. Anyone who knows me knows I love. I like to eat the we cake. We all love cake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> love love to eat the cake. Um, but for me, the the making of the cake, the, the cake really is more like making your canvas. That becomes the canvas for what you're making. And then for me, the fun is in in the in decorating and pushing myself. And how can I make it more and more realistic, or you know, more unusual? And and that's yeah, that's that's the bit I enjoy the most. So you start this, and then what's the next step? You make your first one, and then what? Because you you do that, and then you end up competitive. Yeah, I think it was one of those things that you know you. We so we were out in out in Scotland. We just had Francesca, um, and you know you go to the parent toddler groups and things like that. And they you know they're always doing fundraisers. Mm. So they, you know they were like, oh, would you mind making us a cake? So I did that, and then I sort of got into making other cakes just for for family. Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah, then friends would be like, oh, would you mind? So you, you end up making and end up making those <laughs> cakes, and I just fell in love with what I was doing, and then. Um, then I, I started to buy the, the magazines and look into it more. And, uh, and it just sort of, yeah, just sort of went from there, really, until I discovered that um, there was a particular cake competition, which was in, in England, which actually is one of the biggest in the world. And when I saw the creations that were there, it just absolutely, it still blows my mind. I still go to the competition. I love seeing the pieces because they really... It amazes me what people are able to create. So can you share about that? Like what it's like to be involved in a cake competition? Yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun. It's great fun to be with people who are, who share the same interest. Um, it's very, very stressful. Everyone thinks it's cakes. It's all going to be, you know, lighthearted and fun. And people really do, you know... <laughs> It's, actually, it's yeah. It takes it's it's a lot of time, a lot of hard work, and and then you're transporting the cakes. So people, yeah, everyone's a nervous wreck at these things. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us have watched some of those shows, and it looks it looks nerve wracking. It, it 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 is. I think people definitely. It's definitely a bit of a roller coaster of emotions when it comes to to doing the shows. So tell me about exactly um, when you're. There, at the competition. So you're mm. saying you're transporting the cake. So you make mm. the cake at home, and you bring that, and you just do the decorating there? Well, actually, you can... Because you, you you know when your, your competition's going to be. So what you actually do is you can... As soon as you know what that competition is, often they'll have a theme to help guide the people that are competing. Um, so, you know, like it might be Christmas-themed or vintage-themed. Um, I've done one before that was like... Uh, a scary theme, more of a Halloween theme, oh, um, and you you make the cake actually at home, so you have the opportunity, and it's, that's why I, 
really enjoy doing the competitive side is you actually, when you make a cake for a person, you you have such a short shelf life because your cake has to be fresh. So you have you're limited on on how much you can really do to that cake. But the nice thing about doing the competitions and what surprises a lot of people is that they don't ever eat the cake. Right. So you can decorate it. You can work on it endlessly for many many hours, and then you transport it to the competition and then it will sit there ready for the judges to do. So you, you don't actually work on the cake at the competition unless you're unfortunate enough that something broke in transit. Then really by the time you're sort of heading out, your, your cake is done, ready to go to the show. Oh, I had no idea. Because I would think, so people don't then question, like you have to, you know, authenticate that it's your cake that you made it? Or it's not like that, like maybe I have a twisted mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think they... They trust that people are telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm such a cynic. That's just terrible. That being uh, said, I mean, there's various categories. When you go to the competitions, there there are categories. Um, so for the um, carved cakes, so you have your sort of normal cake that have the set shape, you know, your square cakes, your round cakes, things like that. But if you're going to do something that's sculpted, um, they they do require that you photograph it through the process. Okay. Um, because there, there have been... Um, <laughs> there have been stories that I've been told of people who have maybe not followed the rules and they have, um, have put things inside the cake that weren't actually cake. So they, they do ah. they do try and, you know, make sure that you're following their rules, but they also do trust that you're, you know... As they should. Absolutely. a good person. <laughs> so I understand that Francesca, your wonderful daughter and your Oyster Academy student has done a little baking and competitions of her own. Is that correct? She has, yeah. I think it was one of those things that she used to come to the competitions and see what I was doing, and she thought, thought it looked quite good fun. Uh, so I thought she'd give it a go. And there are a couple of the competitions do have categories for, for kids, which is great. So it's it's a really nice thing to be able to share with her. You're not allowed to help her when she competes. Sure. She has to do it solo. I'm allowed to help with the baking. Um, but I'm not allowed to help with the decorating, which is incredibly hard, as any parent who's done art with their child knows. You, you want to guide them, but you can't. So, yeah, she's, she'll, and she'll do the same as me. She'll sit down, she'll sketch out her ideas, she'll pick her idea, we'll shop for the things, I'll bake it, and then, yeah, she's on her own. She has to sit and make it all and, and do all that stuff. And it's, I think 50% of it goes in her mouth. I'm pretty, pretty uh, confident. <laughs> That I'm not sure on her total motives at, at some points. I think. Well, that's fair. It's you know it's full access to sugar, so <laughs> the temptation does get a bit much sometimes. But well, let me she's had great fun. Your competition that you did. Did you when you said you transported and you were living here and you competed in England? Did you transport the cake from here to England? I did. I flew with it. Yeah. It it was um, it was like carrying a bomb through. An oh my gosh! Because you don't realise how many times people like to. To, to grab at what you're holding. So, yeah, there were some interesting moments along the trip. But, yeah, I carried it the whole way. And uh, we got into a little bit of uh, difficulty when it comes into, obviously, carrying it on the air, airplane because you're not allowed to hold it on your lap. Uh, so they wanted me to put it in an overhead locker. I don't think I, I don't think she could, lady could see the fear in my eyes <laughs> of putting it in a locker. But uh, she was very kind and helped me out with that one. So, uh, oh my, yeah, it may, yeah, they've all made it so far safely over. But it is quite because you have to make sure your cake fits to a certain size to be able to be be carried over. It's not so. like you can just put, you know, the 
the packing stuff around the cake so it doesn't move, right? I yeah, mean. yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, you, you come up with some very weird and wonderful ways of keeping this cake safe, but it is, it's, yeah. The whole thing is stressful. <laughs> it's fun. I don't know why I do it, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's awesome. <laughs> now it, we're talking about it. It's, yeah, I don't know why. Madness, but uh, <laughs> it's great fun in the end. Once, once it's, uh, it's all done, we, you know, all, all the competitors, they all breathe a sigh of relief and, and, uh, yeah, relax and usually eat a bit of cake. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, do you eat your creations sometimes? So the ones at competition, it sounds like you do not eat. But otherwise. yeah, I wouldn't want to eat those. No. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I think that's one of the nice things with doing cakes is that you can share it with people. And um, if you're fortunate enough to be making a cake for a friend, you know, if you're at a party, you get to uh, have a feast. So yeah, and I think I mean they get we we eat along the way, especially if I do sculpted cakes, you carve them. There's, we have a, so known in our house as off-cut day. Um, it's just a favourite day of everybody that in the house. It is hysterical. Yeah, once the, once the cake is carved and the pieces are definitely not going to, <laughs> to be part of it, then, uh, yeah, a lot of so excitement. So sometimes the cakes get smaller. You started out thinking it was going to be this size, and then all of a sudden, I think I'll just stick with it this size, smaller, yeah. as you eat through it. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's always a... Uh, it's a fun part of it, definitely. Does it ever bother you when people eat your beautiful cakes? Like, I know you make it for them, but then you're like, oh my God, I spent so much time on it. Look how gorgeous it is. Now you're going to eat it? I think I find it more difficult when they don't want to eat it. Ah, I've okay. had that a few times that people have, I did a um, baby shower cake for someone once and she wouldn't cut it. Uh, so she then had another baby shower that she took it to. And still refused to cut it. <laughs> and it got to the point I had to sort of say, say you, you really do need to eat it because it won't right. last forever. So, yeah, I'd rather I'd much rather people dive in and enjoy it. Okay, than, I get um, it. Than when they don't want to cut it because it's, it's made to be eaten. It's right. meant the fun, most of the fun of it is in, in the joy of eating something a little bit different. So, well, that's but, cool. Yeah. Now, do you have a favourite that you've made? Ooh. Um... I think all of each of my competition cakes have hold a very special place for me because they have, you know, such great memories attached to them. And because they aren't eaten, you do get the opportunity to keep them. So I do have a few of them um, in my in my cupboards that I I save that I actually refer back to. So there's a few of them. There was a vintage one I did with a with a piano on it, um, and that holds great memories for me. That was one of the one of the sort of most successful competitions that I did. So that one I think always holds a special place and then I did a cake recently um for Fabergé so that was really really uh, yeah I've, I've always loved Fabergé even from a kid and so to to be contacted by them to ask and ask to produce a cake for them was a real honor and so that one uh, yeah that that one I think will, will stick with me for quite a while oh my gosh we need to see a picture of that one I haven't seen it that one did get eaten so that <laughs> I did take pictures first though yeah so yeah it was uh so from overseas, they contact you to do that, or that were they? They actually have a branch here in Houston. Oh, so it was the okay. Houston branch that contacted me and said, and and brilliantly, it was for their Christmas event, which I love Christmas. So it was, um, it was yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that, and I got to go and spend time with them and and uh, look at their beautiful jewelry. So yeah, I've had worse days. <laughs> Did you trade jewelry for the cake? I mean, that was. I mean, I tried, thing. but it, it just we worse weren't going for it. <laughs> so you talk about. Like, you know, you share a lot of your cakes. Do you sell any of your cakes? Uh, yeah, I have done. Yeah, I used to, to do it more. 
Um, I still do occasionally. If, if someone comes to me with a with something I just can't refuse, then yeah, I still will. So how do they do that? I mean, they just, you know, how can somebody, if listening to this podcast, if they're interested, how would they get a hold of you? Do you have a website? I tend to just do um, social media, so Instagram okay. and Facebook usually usually how people will sort of find me and, and, and come to me with their weird and wonderful ideas and and go from there, really. So so what would you, if you were looking for that on social media? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's it's uh, called the Flying Peacock Cake Studio. Oh, my. Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little bit different. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's all good fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone listening to this is interested in taking their cake making to the next level, what would you recommend? Just give it a go. It's definitely one of those things that, you know, you, there's always new things to learn. You know, people within the industry are so helpful. They're so willing to, to give advice, help with things. Um, I think it, the, the competitions themselves, if people want to go to the competitions, that's a great way of meeting people and learning and seeing new things. There's classes that you can take. And, you know, that's, that's a great way of also meeting people who and sharing ideas mm-hmm. and really just just give it a go it's you know what's the worst that can happen right. you know if it if it looks bad or it didn't turn out just eat it it's, exactly. <laughs> you can eat the evidence so uh <laughs> that's so awesome so there are there several local competitions the um the closest one we have here is actually in austin hmm. um which is a really nice show and um and is the one where they do allow children so that's one we we definitely go to each year in February. They okay, go that can, end of February. Can you think of the name of that one? Uh, it's called um, That Takes the Cake. And yeah, that's in Austin. And they have them all over. They've got them in Florida and um, Miami. And I mean, and that's the great thing with it is that you could you get the opportunity to travel with it as well. So you can get to you know mm-hmm. make friends and and travel and and eat cake. So <laughs> sounds pretty good. Is there anything else you'd like to add you think folks would like to know about? Um, I don't, no, I don't. I think I'd just, just say, yeah, give it give it a go, you know. It's it's great fun. It's it's, it's a great thing that you can do with kids. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I think that's really nice. It's, and it gives them an opportunity to, to be creative and to learn skills, you know, that they can take into adulthood. You know, it's, it's always nice to be able to bake a cake. <laughs> absolutely so you'll never be unpopular at a party if you make it okay <laughs> that's for sure you'll always that. be invited yeah 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 you'll always be popular <laughs> all right so michelle young wanted me to ask you if you knew the muffin man <laughs> okay i'll take that as a no all right so hey joe that was terrific and i know we are all super hungry right now for cake um, but thanks so much for doing this. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you for having me. And also thanks for Michelle and Callie Randall for their technical support. And also thanks to our listeners. So stay tuned for our next Yorkshire Inside podcast. For more information about Yorkshire Academy, please visit yorkshireacademy.com. Thanks a bunch. <laughs>